Okay, this story comes from World Crunch. And it involves child trafficking under the guise of adoption, foster parents. How thousands of Brazilian girls have been duped into slavery by foster families. It's coming from World Crunch. It says Luana was exploited as a domestic worker when she was still a teenager. She almost died of exhaustion. Leela was fifteen year was a fifteen year old black girl when she was left in the home of strangers who forced her to work in conditions similar to slavery. Now this is no surprise. Not to me. Um child trafficking has uh been ramp it's been rampant all throughout the world uh by the rich elites and even some of those who are not elite, you know, they just well off, well to do. And these are the stories that again I say this at nauseum, they do not get pushed in mainstream media. You very rarely hear of these cases. But I've known that this was going on this has been going on for a very long time. Uh just hard to prove it. So the disguise the disguise of fosterhood, you know, um taking these children in and becoming their foster parents um, is a way to hide uh, modern-day slavery. And um, you often hear about these celebrities. They go to Africa and they go and adopt children. Who knows what they're doing to these children? I have an idea of what they're probably doing. All you have to do is just look at what mainstream media is pushing out. Transgenderism, you know, convincing children, you know, a little boy could be seven years old, you know, and they'll be asking him questions like, Yo, are you sure that you're a boy? Do you think you may be a girl? You know, just brainwash them. So you can just imagine what they're doing to these children. But um, anyway, I'm going to get back to the story here. Uh, Leela was, 15, was a 15-year-old girl, 15-year-old black girl, when she was left in the home of strangers who forced her to work in conditions similar to slavery. And I believe this is Josanne, was welcomed by a family when she was seven. But soon they dumped uh, household duties on her washing, sweeping, folding, taking care of other children. And again, I want to make this clear. They're making it sound like it's just, uh, you know, they're just becoming servants, which sounds bad within itself. But there's more to this, I guarantee. Now watch this. Um, it says Lu uh, Luana, Leela, and Josanne are just three among thousands of Brazilian girls deceived by foster parents who steal them away from their families with the lure 
of a better life and a shot at education. It's all a lie. The chance to go to school never comes, nor do wages for their labor. Okay, so this is free labor, straight up slavery. That's what it is. It's slavery. Beyond just servitude. Okay, want to make that clear. Uh, it says here in the article, they are barred from sitting at the family table or even turning on the lights. Like, imagine that you're a child and you have to sit in the dark if no one's there to turn on the lights for you. This is this is absolute insane. This is insane. Uh, they are confined to cramped rooms, forced to eat what they don't like, passed around like objects. See, now, this article isn't really digging into it, but you have to read between the lines. Passed around like objects. What does that mean? What does that mean? I guarantee you what it means is that they're being used for sex. They're, they're basically sex objects, these children. I guarantee it. Probably passed around to their buddies. Probably taking bets or, you know, they, they're being used for sexual entertainment. Who's going to hear their cry? Who are they going to report to? There's some sick people out here in this world and people refuse to believe that that's why you know and this is off subject but i you know late at night um working in dc i you know i see these women out and about you know you have the clubs open and everything but then when the clubs are closed, you see them walking around three o'clock. And I'm not even talking about prostitutes. I know a lot of people say, oh, they're probably prostitutes. No, I'm talking about regular girls. Just, you know, lee, lee, dee, 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 la, 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 la. Not a care in the world. Three o'clock in the morning. And I say to myself, there's, you know, they could be, you know, uh, early 20s. Not a care in the world. Not understanding that there are some sick, demented, demonic people running around, lurking around them. They don't even know it. And the reason is because people can't read spirits and they can't read energy. And Washington, D.C. is a satanic, demonic city. You can feel the energy. When I leave Maryland and go to D.C., I feel it immediately. As soon as I enter that that place. I'm trying not to curse today. Y'all know I cursed up a storm last week. Um, but I'm going to get back to the article here. Now, I want to get back. I want to read this last part again. They are confined to cramped rooms, forced to eat what they don't like, passed around like objects. And they, they did not go any further into what that means. But you have to fill in, fill in the blanks. What does being passed around like objects mean? Sex slavery. These children are sex slaves. 
And don't get it twisted. It's not just the girls. I guarantee you it's the boys too. And one thing I've learned about media, especially when it comes to topics such as this, they tend to uh, leave a lot of important pieces out, you know, important information out. Happens often. Like, oh, yeah, you know, they brushed right past it. Oh, they passed around like objects. Okay, well, what does that mean? Sex slaves. So you have these well-to-do people who buy these children, take these children in under the guise of being being their foster parents, And they turn them, they prostitute them out. And no one can hear these children's cry. And these children grow up to be mentally, uh, they're mentally destroyed. You know, they just completely have no, you can just imagine. And I talked to an individual that was a victim. She was a Mexican lady. She was a victim of um, sex trafficking. And um, you could just see in her eyes. Like, you know when someone's lying to you or someone's telling the truth. You could see in her eyes. Like, she had a lot of pain in her, in her eyes. And uh, she would have this, like, nervous twitch. Like, she would try to, she would talk about what she has gone through. But she would, um, she would kind of, laugh a little bit it was like a nervous laugh it was her way of um coping you know so they're being passed around like objects they are bullied harassed shamed and given names such as useless frizzy hair nigger That's what the article says. I didn't I didn't throw that in there because it sounds like something I would say, right? Like I would throw that in there to, to, to give you a feel for what's going on. But no, that's what the article states. I'm going to read it again. They are bullied, harassed, shamed, and given names such as useless, frizzy hair, nigger. So now you know why the border is left wide open. It has nothing to do with America being, you know, the home of the, the immigrants, you know, or migration where you, you, the land of opportunity. It has nothing to do with it. It's called child trafficking, human trafficking, because it's not just children. They're, they're grown adults that are being trafficked as well. But the prize is always the children. The prize has always been the children because those children can be absolutely brainwashed. You know? And this is sad, man. Where do you hear this? Anywhere. Except maybe you may hear about it on BitChute somewhere, Rumble, 
you know, at most probably reach about 100,000 people. Because those, you know, not the diss rumble, but it's not on par with YouTube. That's why YouTube is heavily censored. And I predicted this years ago. I knew that they would go this route. I knew that they would recognize that YouTube had become the new, basically it's, it's the new, um, it's, it is television at this point. You even have YouTube TV, but even just YouTube itself, the free version, it is television. It is TV. It's what TV used to be. There's more people on YouTube than probably watching regular television, I would imagine at this point, or damn near. So, information such as this is kind of pushed to the bottom. They'd rather you focus on Trump's trial. than to hear about these children that have been sold into sex slavery, because that's what it is. Straight up trafficking, and they always give it these fancy names. And, and this, in this article, they're doing it under the, under the guise, on, under the disguise of foster parenting. Oh, these are my foster children. These are my adopted children. Oh, I, I rescued them from a harsh life. They were under, uh, you know, they they were being, uh, I guess you can say, you know, you have gangs in South and Central America and, you know, oh, we rescued them from that life, those harsh conditions to make life better. And when people see them, they go, oh, look, 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 oh. They're doing so much better from where they came from, not even knowing that on the weekend they're being tossed around, passed around, as the article states, as like objects. And I would add in that they're being tossed around, passed around like sexual objects for the amusement and the entertainment of these sick demented, demented, demonic individuals. And again, nobody is hearing the cry of these children. Okay, I'm late on this, but whatever. Um, I'm going to report on it anyway. From businessstandard.com, Micah, or Mika, depending on how you pronounce it, becomes world's first robot CEO. Here we are. What have I been, what have I been telling you? We're here. <laughs> I do that on purpose, by the way. People say, why do you keep saying you've been telling? Because I, I, I like to do that. Um, that's the troll in me. Uh, I get a lot of haters. Uh, people like to say that I'm a, not not just an a-hole, but, um, you know, my personality is always, is like you're always doom and gloom. Well, <clears throat> I'm trying to tell you what's coming. 
So anyway, Micah becomes the world's first robot CEO. Oh, and she thinks she is better than Elon Musk. Says, um, it says, in the era where many workers are wor- worrying about artificial intelligence replacing their jobs, one company has announced that it is hiring the first humanoid robot chief executive officer. Um, and I believe the name of it is called Dictator with a D. <clears throat> um, D-I-C-T. A-D-O-R, Dictator. And it's a um, spirit brand based in Colombia's Cartagena. (laughs) I think I said it right. Anyway, but it says uh, it has gone viral for appointing Micah, Mika, who is uh, manifested as a robot, Mika, is a research project between Hanson Robotics and Dictator. Um, It has been uh, customized to represent company value. Hanson Robotics also created Sophia, the popular humanoid robot. It says in in a Dictator company video, Mika said, With advanced AI and machine learning algorithms, I can swiftly and accurately make data-driven decisions. I don't really have weekends. I'm always on 24-7. Yeah, so basically, what have I been saying? I know I got to piss the people off. I got to piss the people off. Stop bragging. Stop patting yourself on the back. Uh, But what have I been saying? They don't need you anymore. And they're telling you right to your face. They're telling you. We don't need humans. We have humanoids. You little peasants. You can go bye-bye now. And you see people marching and and, um, protesting and we demand our rights. What rights? They can blow this damn planet up as far as they're concerned. Go to their little bunkers. And have humanoid workers. Because that's that's all the powers that be, the elites. It's all they see you as. It's nothing but a worker. You're nothing but a worker. Why do you think they make uh, such a big deal out of going to work? What job you have? Your job status? You weren't put on this planet to just work every god. Excuse me. I'm trying not to curse. You weren't put on this planet to just work every damn day. You spend eight hours at least at work of your day on average Monday through Friday at least here in America <laughs> correct um, not including the time that you have to get up in the morning drive through traffic maybe sitting in traffic depending on where you live 
if you're in the rural or you're in the countryside areas, you have you probably have to drive a long way to get to where you're going. That's time. And they want to preoccupy your time. So you don't have time to do what? Think. They designed it that way. They made it that way. It's easier to control people that way. You see? You get it? Because if people had time to think, they would think about their life. And they would think about who is in control. Who is manipulating their life? Who's controlling their life? And they can't have that. No, 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 no. You have to be at work and concentrate on your tasks, your daily duties. And then when you get off of work, what do you have time to do? Maybe drink a beer, listen to your kids, deal, deal with their school issues or whatever. By that time, you just want to go to bed and wake up and do it all over again. If you're lucky, you may be, you may be able to get two days off. And who wants to sit there and think about world events on their days off? No, you want to go do something. To get your mind off of this hell of a life that you're living, that you're trying to pretend is normal or is as should be, which is not. Now, people are going to listen to this and say, well, you act like you don't want to go to work. Working is one thing. But just understanding, you, you need to know that the system is designed to keep you moving like a hamster in the wheel. You're just workers. And why am I saying all of that? I'm saying all of that to say this. You've often, I know you've heard about the depopulation program. Bill Gates has talked about it. Ted Turner. They said there's too many people on this planet. We can't, uh, well, how do they say it, damn it? It's like, oh, they, the people are using up all the resources. They act like there's, there's not enough uh, food to go around. <laughs> what, what I mean by that is, uh, you know, they, oh, you know, we're having a meat shortage. That's why you always hear about these shortages in the, in the news, by the way, especially in alternative uh, media. They want to justify getting rid of you. Long story short. So they have to make it look like you are the problem. And they're also trying to justify it in their own sick, twisted, demented minds. Okay? They don't need you. Listen to what this robot, Mika, it's saying, let's, let's get there again. Let's, let's go back. It says, uh, Mika said 
with advanced AI and machine learning algorithms, I can swiftly, meaning that she, you have to read between the lines, saying I can swiftly, meaning she's faster than you, the human, and accurately, okay, she's more precise than you, the human, make data-driven decisions, meaning I can carry out the task better than you. I can do exactly what my programmer has programmed me to do, which is the boss. They're replacing human beings at Amazon with these robots. And they're talking as if, oh, no, they're just going to be assistants. No, they're there to replace your ass. Okay. I forget how many hundreds of thousands of, then it said 700,000 robots. Uh, they, they will be utilizing at Amazon. They're getting ready to cut them jobs off. It may not, it may not be next year. It may not be the year after, but it's coming. But listen, I can swiftly and accurately make data-driven decisions. I don't really have weekends. I'm always on 24-7. I'm ready to make executive decisions and stir up some AI magic. Yeah, she doesn't need any days off. It's a humanoid. She doesn't need weekends and paid leave, paid time off, sick days. Oh, she just needs, you know, every once in a while maybe to be upgraded or even rebooted, which is cost-effective, right? Um, says also Mika or Micah Mika added that it is devoid of personal bias. Oh, no, we won't have sexual harassment in the office anymore. See, what people don't understand yet, I say the mass majority, I, I believe my audience understands. So when I curse people out, call them stupid. I'm not talking to my listeners. The stupid people don't listen to my, to my show. Um, most, you know, on average. But what the mass majority of people do not understand <laughs> People and say, well, why do you curse people out? Well, I just like to throw that out there. Um, but the mass majority of people don't understand. They might say, oh, well, no, it's just the, it's just the CEO. It's not going to be in mass. It's not going to be, you know, just robots running an entire company. They're still going to need people. No, they're not. This is the beginning. We're in the beginning stages of all of this madness. That's what people don't get. But it says, Mika added that it is devoid of personal bias in showing strategic choices that pri prioritize the organization's best interests. Okay. This is where we are, people. What is a human being anymore? 
a human being in the eyes of the elite, in the minds of the elites. A human being is a dinosaur at this point. They speak about human beings as in, uh, as if they're a dying uh, breed. They even speak about human beings in past tense. If you listen to them closely, if you have the ears to hear, listen to the way they speak about human beings. Your yesteryear, your old news, you're what used to be. The family structure is what used to be. This is the future. They only need or only desire to have, um, I forget the exact number, is it 500 million? It was written on the um, Jordan, I said Jordan, damn, the Georgia uh, Godstone. I forget the exact number, but they don't need 8 billion people on the planet if that's the, the actual number. You, who knows? They make these numbers up. They don't need you. They don't need me. They don't care about your opinion. They don't care if you protest. They don't care if you strike. You know, and we're going on strike. They don't care. They're past you. You are past tense. They have the future. And it does not include you. The feds say they have uncovered a prostitution ring serving politicians, military officers, and tech execs. This is coming from Zero Hedge. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Massachusetts has announced the arrest of two men and one woman suspected of operating a multi-state prostitution ring whose alleged client list includes elected official, elected officials, military officers, and executives at technology and pharmaceutical firms. Oh, you don't say. Now you, you see why your politicians act the way they act, why they never deliver on their promises. Yeah, it's called blackmail. Oh, yes. Um, I don't want to go too deep into this, but uh, uh, let me see. I, I do remember a um, woman working as a, as a prostitute, lady of the night, if you will. And um, she was constantly in and out of a hotel. And I was working a night shift, so I... You know, my uh, <laughs> my uh, co-worker pointed that out to me, that uh, she was a prostitute. You wouldn't know it by looking at her. Uh, but she was a prostitute, and she was in and out of this hotel with uh, marshals. You know, it was a, it was a up, 
scale of hotel, um, U.S. Marshals and some well-to-do people there. And um, this is how they blackmail not just politicians, but very important people. See, they don't treat politicians and tech execs, uh, you know, military officers the same way they do the average Joe Schmo. See, the average Joe Schmo, Joe the plumber, if you will, he gets caught with the prostitute and they lock his ass up. He gets embarrassed that way. Then he has to tell his wife, you know, oh, no, I lost my job because, you know. But when it comes to these politicians and these bigwigs and these tech execs and these higher-ups, no, they say, listen, we'll sweep this under the rug, but you must do what we tell you to do. That's why you get these politicians playing their roles. They'll come out there and they'll campaign and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that for the people and damn it. No more wars, no more, you know. They get in office and do the exact opposite. Well, why? Because as soon as they are elected, or before then, mostly, most of the time, Someone walks up to him and says, hey, buddy, come here. Let's have this talk. Let's have this chat. Uh, Remember this night? Yeah, yeah. What you're going to do is what we tell you to do. Capiche? They're all black men. So that's the part that I really wanted to focus in on, but I will get back to the article. This is from Zero Hedge. On Wednesday, Acting U.S. Attorney Joshua Levy, or Levy, announced the arrest of Han Lee, a 41-year-old woman from Cambridge, from Cambridge, uh, Massachusetts. James Lee, a 68-year-old man from Torrance, California, and I think this is how you say it: Yum Young Lee, a 30, uh, 30-year-old man from Deadham. Massachusetts. On suspicion, they were arrested on suspicion of operating multiple brothels in Massachusetts and Virginia. So that's really, you can just say up and down the East Coast. The important parts from Massachusetts to Virginia, because they're saying Massachusetts and Virginia, but you think about it like this Massachusetts, you might as well say New York as well, all the way down to DC and Virginia. Because a lot of your um, well-to-do individuals in that Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, a lot of them live in Northern Virginia. They drive into D.C. So you can just imagine. Uh, But it says anyway, it says here, um, federal investigators allege these three individuals operating a pair of websites that advertise professional photography 
appointments at high-end apartment rented apartments rented by three defendants. Investigators believe these uh, photography sessions provided a front service and the designated properties provided a controlled location at which women hired by the three defendants could transact the illicit sex services. Um, it says, it says Mr. Levy's office claims it has identified a wide array of buyers of this alleged prostitution rings service. Mr. Levy did not name any of the suspected clients in a Wednesday press briefing. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. They just see, and this is another thing that they like to do. They will announce that, oh, there's some individuals, you know, in politics that are involved in this sex ring or, or this prostitution ring. And, but they never come out with their names. It's just like Jeffrey Epstein's list, his flight log. Also, it still remains a conspiracy theory. Oh, well, and so people bring it up and they say, well, you know, what about Epstein's list? And they say, oh, well, that's just a conspiracy theory. Where did you get these names from? Well, we saw it on the Internet. Well, you can see anything on the Internet. Right? So they put it out there without putting it out there. You get what I'm saying? It's just leverage to keep these individuals. And also it's a warning because I guarantee you there's more um, to this story than what is being reported here. I guarantee you there are some that have not, uh, well, they're not naming anyone anyway. So this is a way to make certain individuals play ball. But anyway, it says um, Mr. Levy did not name names. Um, he did not name any of the suspected clients in a Wednesday press briefing. But a uh, November the 6th affidavit describes a list that includes elected politicians, professors, Lawyers, doctors, accountants, scientists, damn, <laughs> and executives for technology and pharmaceutical companies, along with other business executives. Boston-based Department of Homeland Security agent Zachary A. Milisky, oh, Lord, I cannot say this, whatever. Whoever this person is, um, he's the Homeland Security agent, um, who swore on behalf of the affidavit said the client list also includes military officers and government contractors who possess security clearances. And it won't tell you how, how high <laughs> of a security clearance, what level of a security clearance. But again, this is just being used as leverage. This is you play ball, okay? <laughs> you play ball now. This is, we won't tell, you do as we say. Blackmail is the way of Washington, D.C. It's D.C. politics. It's just the way it works. 
as a matter of fact, I would make the argument that you can't even become an elected official, especially of, you know, in the office of importance without being blackmailed. If your record is clean, they don't want you. You're not going to see anyone in those uh, uh, key positions. Uh, you'll never see that with a clean record. It doesn't happen. So I'm saying this because I didn't mean to go on this long. I've already went over 10 minutes on this story. It's not worth it, really. You should know this already. Um, but. I, okay, I'm almost flabbergasted. I, I can't believe that people honestly, and here it is, we're going into 2024. These people actually believe the words of these politicians. But I don't give a damn if they're Democrat, Republican, Independent, Green Party, Socialist, Capitalist. I don't give a damn. The fact that people actually believe that the powers that be, the higher-ups, whatever you want to call them, would allow squeaky clean individuals to enter, uh, you know, to become a senator, become a governor. Are you crazy? You think they built up this new world order to have some Joe Schmo just walk right in there and change everything and and and, and try to uh, <laughs> try to make things better for the people? They don't give a damn about you. It doesn't work that way. They're all compromised. They're all blackmailed. There's a lot more that I want to say, but I won't. Um, again, I've already went over the time. But just just know this. Um, you know, you have to think for yourself. You have to think for yourself, man. Politics is nothing but drama. <laughs> it's just, it's, you might as well be watching um, a Shakespearean play. A bad one at that. That's all it is. It's just theater. Okay? And the actors in this play are doing it under threat of the release of information, of especially when it comes to sexual deviancy. <laughs> the, the, the sex... Uh, Sex is always something that the the um, powers that be, they've always used that as a weapon. Always. It could be just, it could be something as simple as a man got caught cheating on his wife. Or he was at the bar. He got a little, you know, he was at a D.C. bar <clears throat> downtown. He had a little bit too much to drink and some cute chick walked up to him and flirted with him. 
He forgot that he was involved in politics. <laughs> and he entertained her for a bit. She records him. And there you go. That's how, that's how this game is played. I don't know if I've uh, covered this already. Uh, but even if I have, I'm going to go over this again. This came from uh, Natural News. Uh, it says, thought-controlled weapons. Thought-controlled weapons. DARPA funds six organizations in a bid to develop brain-machine interfaces for soldiers. Now, you may have heard about China and their super soldier program. If you haven't looked that up. But um, DARPA is funding uh, six organizations in a bid to develop brain machine interfaces for soldiers. Why? Because they always start off with the military. Um, and there's this push to how do I want to say this uh, I'll, I'll just say it like this uh, merge man with machine you've heard me talk about this before and now they're just coming right on out with it and saying that man will become one with machine um, this is the reason for your AI uh, all of this you know chat GPT all of this you know nobody's writing articles anymore. Um, you, you have the Hollywood strikes, you, you know. But anyways, now they want machine um, brain interfaces for the military, for military soldiers. One of the last things, this is back to the article, one of the last things anyone should want is a brain machine, a machine brain interface. Even if it if even if it is non-invasive, non-invasive type, um, that doesn't require brain surgery. However, the U.S. military recently announced that it was throwing money at half a dozen organizations to come up with a system that lets its user control equipment uh, with a thought. <laughs> Oh boy. And this is why uh I've I've, spo I've talked I've spoken about this before. This new speech, this new speak uh throwing around terms like throwing around words such as uh thought crime thought crime you can commit a thought crime not that you committed the crime but you may have thought about it why because um, as the world economic forum representatives have stated um, in the future and what they hope is the very near future um, they will have your your mind, your brain, 
your thoughts online. Using your brain waves. This is how far they've come with technology. And of course, they never tell you just how far along they've come. They always make they always make everything look like, oh, it's for the future, it's something, you know, but no, they they have it already. And you if you listen to the show, especially uh last year, you may have heard me <clears throat> speak on this before. Um, they ran a a video clip at the World Economic Forum where they had this uh, scenario where this woman was sitting at her cubicle, if you will, at work, and her mind started to drift. And she began to think about some guy that she had a crush on at work. And her boss was able to read her mind because her her um, her thoughts or you know her using brain waves her boss could see what she was thinking because it was it was uh linked up to the to the um internet if you will the software and she was able to send the woman an email and basically tell her you know stop lollygagging or you know get your mind back on your work And they said, you know, this is the this is the future. You won't have any privacy. See the idea, and this is what I this is what um I keep harping on this. You know, these alternative and I hate to do this, but these alternative uh media sites alternative media influencers are always talking about fighting against, you know, Big Brother. Um, they're so past that, you know, that whole trying to take back your privacy. You have no privacy. If you have a phone, they know where you are. They see you through the camera. If you have a phone with the you know, if you have a camera phone, they see you. You have a smart TV, guess what? They see you. They can see in your house. Smart refrigerator, they can see you. <laughs> smart anything, they can see you. That was the whole point of making it so cheap. Remember when it used to be, there was a time when, you know, smart television was like, damn, that was expensive now no they want to give they want everyone to have it that's why you have your your smartphones that are so cheap now when it used to be so expensive <clears throat> remember how expensive they used to be no they want you to have them so big brother you know this idea of of taking back your privacy that's done they're past that. Now they want your brain. It's very telling. They want your mind now. They're past wanting to know where you are, your location, invading your privacy in your home. They're past that. 
they they have they they've had that on lock for a very long time now. Now they want your mind. They want to know what you're thinking. And it's all going to lead up to the microchip that they're going to implant inside of you and the head of um, Nokia. Nokia, um, the head of Nokia said as much. He said by the year 20, I believe he said 2030. This is 2022. He did say eight years, I believe, that they will have um, 6G technology and there, people will be receiving a implantable chip. And that's with the 6G technology. That's with the 6G technology. That's why um, 5G was so important. Um, the Trump administration, uh, was it 2019? He made a push for that. They had to hurry up. That's why it's called Operation Wolf Speed. They had to hurry up and push that out there because they have a timeline. Okay. And they've been telling you 2030, man. Um, <laughs> 2030 is the year. And they're going to start with the military. The military is going to get it first, as always. Just like with the shots, everything else. They, do, they always do their experiments with the military first because it's ran by the military-industrial complex. It's easier to do with the military because um, when you join the military, when you sign up for the military, you are giving up your uh, basic, you know, citizenship in it to a certain degree, you know, your, your certain rights. You, you give that up. You, I mean, I said citizenship, but you know what I mean. You're giving up your rights. You're still a citizen, obviously, but you're, you're no longer a civilian. You just, you have to take orders. You have to follow orders. And they can make your life a living hell. Trust me, I know. They have all sorts of games they can play. As the people that refuse to take the shot in 2021. I know some people. Boy, they tried to make their life a living hell. Yeah, man. So, this brain interface brain machine brain interface will start with the military and eventually it's going to be a big part of corporate america and they're probably going to do it under the guise of protection you know because everything is about safety um they're going to i i i look for a massive push from the mainstream media stating that we need to prevent crime before it happens. We need to prevent mass shootings before it happens. And the only way to do that is to link the human brain with this technology, okay? If everybody's brain was online, 
we could prevent tragic death, you know, these tragedies from occurring. And you're going to see, again, another big ramp up of false flags, mass shootings. And they've been happening. I told you that last year. Just, just see, the problem is, is that people move on so fast. We live in a world where it's like yesterday's news might as well have been four months ago, at least. People, for, you know, people forget things real fast. But just, I tell you what, go back to 2022 up to now and just look up the number of mass shootings. If you can. Because the conservative right, like the, and, and rightfully so, I can understand this. They, they always talk about gun control and, you know, they're coming for our guns. They're, they're pulling these false flags, these um, mass shootings these false flag mass shootings because they want to take our guns, our, our right to bear arms. Yes, that's a part of it, but no, the big, the, the big picture isn't just about taking your guns away. They, they want your mind. They want your brain. That's where this is leading to. Thought crime. We must prevent the crime before it happens. And how do you do that? Well, you have to know what the person is thinking. The individual that is going to commit the crime, you need to know what they're thinking. And you can stop them before they have a chance to carry out that act. 